0: some blessings everybody you're listening to the good brother experience where it is i the good brother the original black man i am what's happening with you what you doing how you doing how you been well first and foremost hopefully you are being hydrated in this pandemic because the last thing that we need to come out of this pandemic is liver failure why do I say that? Everybody's trapped in the crib unless you're not trapped in the crib, you're not practicing social distancing and you're doing sneaky link-ups, sneaky get-togethers, sneaky gatherings so you can smoke hookah and that bullshit and drink class azo. Or maybe you live in Texas or you live in Atlanta and you're going to these clubs that are packed wall-to wall like a pandemic and coronavirus doesn't exist. In either case, in either scenario, I know you're filling your body up with liquor. So I hope in the meantime, you're drinking some water just to counteract it. Because your liver, you need that. I don't know if you was ever told that. But you need that. And if your liver fails, you're going to be in a heap of trouble. A heap of fucking trouble. Secondarily, uh, I need you to rate the show. I need you to, if you haven't done so, go to the Apple uh, podcast app, uh, subscribe, and if you can also do so, leave a five star rating and also a review if you have the time to do so. Uh, if you leave four stars, three, two, or one, I would have to believe that you have hatred in your bloodstream, and your parents raised you better than that. Last, but don't confuse this with being the least, if you would like to email me, because it's the email portion of the show, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, Good brother experience, at yahoo.com. I'm currently in the works of getting some intro music going on, so that's gonna make the Good Brother Experience even more litty than ever before. And we're gonna add some theatrics. I'm gonna get some sounds in this bitch. You know what I mean because if it's the one thing that I know can get the attention of the black ear, it sounds, especially if there's some drums in that shit. So if I get an intro, trust me, believe there's gonna be some soul in that thing. Now, if you're asking yourself or if you don't have the facilities to do so, if you would like to ask me why there's no 38.2 or why this is counting as 38.2, I'm going to answer the question. I was thinking about what I can educate the masses about, and I was thinking maybe I can go into the history of why there are police officers in the first place i was going to dive deep tell you the origin where they derived from um what there was once policing and how that got to be worldwide but then i started getting angry i started getting choked up and i started yelling and it no longer was educational it was no longer entertaining or nothing i was just legitimately getting tight because of what's happening to my people And I just have questions that I want to spark. And I was thinking about sparking them in the police officer episode that I'm going to do where I'm just going into the history of it. But I just want to leave you with just one of my questions. Why is it that the killings of black people are being advertised via mass media? I know for a fact, and and there's no way you can convince me otherwise, that there are white people that get shot by cops. There are Asian people that get shot by cops. There are Spanish people that get shot by cops, that are treated unjustly by cops, that are punched in the face by cops, that are tased by cops, that are unlawfully arrested by cops. But seemingly, it's only when it happens to black people, that's the thing that's hitting mass media. Why does it appear as though that there's a marketing campaign against black trauma? I'm sorry, for black trauma. Why is that? You ever think of that? I mean, I know with social media, things can go on your phone, and then once it hits Twitter, it hits the internet, then it starts to explode. But it just appears that treating blacks unjustly via the police department is being pushed to the forefront whenever it can be pushed to the forefront. And then there's a media store behind it. And then there's a media push behind it. And then there's hashtagging behind it why is that why is it that it can't be showcased when you know i was listening to the if you know you know podcast right and i'm gonna get to the emails in a second and to my understanding um rashad half of the if you know you know podcast went on to tell me a story or tell his audience a story about i believe there was a cop that accidentally shot someone and killed them and it was in the media coverage for one day and it was wiped out completely there was no media push there was a uh, medley of anchors reporting the story there was none of that it was in this it was in the paper it was in the, it was a story real quick then it was taken away why do you think that is i'm just gonna leave you with that all right so i'm gonna get to the first email and i do promise i'm going to do that episode next week you can hold me to that All right. This comes from the good brother T. Uh, It is referred to as black as fuck. Okay, this must be about the television show. Peace and blessings. Good brother. It's T. Not sure if you had the opportunity to indulge in Kenya Barris's new show, but I encourage you to do so. Regardless, I'm sure you've seen the outrage and backlash the show has received, and I'm truly disappointed with black people on this. If you think Kenya is a bad actor, that's cool. If you don't like like dry humor, I understand that as well. But don't tell a black man he cannot call his show black as fuck. The reality is we all are black as fuck. Black people love telling the world, but then when something comes out different than we've seen before, we've crushed him crazy thing is we love talking about financial freedom and generational wealth and that's what's exhibited here the tide is changing for black people and we are getting more and more wealthy jay-z grew up in the biggest housing project in america and his children are growing up as billionaires therefore their blackness will be rooted differently than his because of life experiences we have to allow nuance therapy used to be white people shit now we all go to encourage each other to go as well rich children are going to school with snobby kids and now our children maybe becomes those snobby rich children meanwhile love and hip-hop gets all the love for showing black people at their worst i just don't get it peace and blessings all right you didn't ask me something but i definitely can speak about this subject the thing is there are such things as trigger words and can is an excellent writer. That's he's written America's Next Top Model. He's written Girls Trip, uh, Grownish, and Blackish. Um, I believe he also helped write the New Coming to America that's coming out, and whole, a bunch of other shit, right? So you don't do these things without having some type of intelligence and having some type of understanding about how things work. Now he can act coy all he wants to. He can act dismissive all he wants to. He can act taken aback all he wants to. Calling a show when you have a seemingly looking white wife and rich children, calling it black as fuck is triggering. And he knows it was gonna be triggering. And he knows that that shit was gonna cause outrage. And he fucking knew the moment he chose that title that there was going to be some type of component of what's the word that when they like an athlete but they dislike him at the same time when he's uh you know what they say this about russell westbrook hold on give me a sec i gotta think of this goddamn word and i'm back the word the word is polarizing right he knew it was gonna be polarizing and what's really fucked up about that is it shouldn't be polarizing he should be able to to show his interracial wife, his beautiful brown children, showing aspects of opulence and called black as fuck. Or maybe that's what he was trying to get across. Being black isn't being downtrodden and being in the slums. Uh, being black isn't showing what happens or chronicling the story of comeuppance or chronicling the story of having not a goddamn thing and reaching for the top. Uh, having something black doesn't have to show something traumatic as drug dealing or working 70 hours a week for a job that doesn't love you and then coming home to argue with your wife and having your kids have all kinds of crazy clothes and all the other kind of shit, right? Black isn't only struggling or coming from the bottom or growing from the dirt and making a rose. There's opulent blacks right but the connotation to the average mind when you think of something as black as fuck you think of something that at the very least is ingrained in what we perceive is culture right so if there was someone or if he was someone that was involved in african garb right or if he was someone that everything he did was about the african diaspora or just something that we think something black is nobody would have had a problem with it right rashida jones father's quincy jones right that's his wife and she looks like a white woman so when you're watching this shit you're looking at a light-skinned man with a half-white wife with light-skinned babies that are on charter planes and shit, and niggas is like, yo, what the fuck is this? When that should be the norm. It's a black man that found who he loved, had children, not cheating, wearing fucking Fendi sweatsuits, and showing what it's like to be ballin' but still have fucking issues. That shouldn't be an issue. But it is an issue. For no fucking reason. And the same things that you were saying in regards to you being disappointed, I'm disappointed as well. Because Although people are probably like Yo he could have changed the title up I believe what needs to be looked at is the work Did the shit make you laugh Did the shit make you think To me it did both It made me laugh And it made me think Like when he um Like when him and Mike Epps and all of them Were having that conversation And they saying Miss Doubtfire is basically Joanna Man And Miss Doubtfire won all these awards and Joanna Man didn't I was like hmm the way he wrote it, you would think that it was just like a casual conversation, but he was saying like some thought-provoking shit that I really found, like, really solid as far as perspective is concerned. And I mean, or how he tied Sunday's best, or how he tied even in the beginning of every episode of showcasing what slavery did to the psyche of the common man today. Like, there's a lot of things you can take from that show that makes it black as fuck you know what i mean showcase what it's like to have relatives that don't have the same success as your own and how you have to divide time with that or how one person's family is different from the other person's family or if you're rich and opulent how the rich and opulent likes being with the people that are quote-unquote more grounded there's a lot of like subtlety to the show that i feel I wasn't paid attention to because the eyes that was looking at that show was so agenda-driven as opposed to just being receptive to the art that they were watching. And I hope, as everybody's psyche is being evolved and how more things are starting to become more prevalent, how there's more aspects than ever before in regards to things that are put onto our screen, I hope that the thinking of everybody also grows as well. All right. Alright. Yo, what it is, Rick? It's your boy, B. I hope all is well with no 36.2 or 3. I know you're watching the last dance documentary. So, where are your thoughts on his dad's murder and retirement? Do you believe the rumors that it was a mob job and a suspension? Also, who do you think the goat is? Bron, Kobe, or Jordan? Peace and blessings, past addressing. sent from my iPhone. Yes, I did watch all of the last dance documentary. In regards to his father getting killed, it's tricky. And the reason why I say it's tricky is because at that point in time, in 1992, Michael Jordan already had his Nike deal. Michael Jordan was already involved in Gatorade. He was on Wheaties. Uh, I believe he died after Barcelona. So, Mike was sitting on some bread. So, even if it was mob related or if it was um gambling related at that point in time i don't think michael jordan would have had a debt that he wouldn't have been able to pay without having to get his father killed or even if it was on some shit to where his father had a gambling problem right but we just never knew because it was michael jordan's father who was really following michael jordan's father like that so he was like i have my son got some money and maybe that's where michael jordan got his gambling issues from just him being in little league and just looking up and his father's fucking talking to some niggas in long trench coats betting on the games and shit like that who knows but what i'm saying is the only reason why it would be hard for me to believe that gambling was the cause of his death of his father's death i'm just gonna talk about his father real quick is because what kind of bet would of michael jordan or his father would have made that he wouldn't have been able to pay back i just don't understand that even if michael jordan's father was on a way to give somebody some money and then got caught up like i just don't understand how michael jordan's father alive would have gotten him more money even if we're thinking like that if you're someone and you're a loan shark whatever you are and michael jordan's pops owes you money or michael jordan owes you money you don't kill his father that's not how you he's that's an asset You repeatedly go to Michael Jordan like, yo, my nigga, we know where your father lives, we know where your brother lives, we know where your sister lives, we know where your mother lives. If you don't pay this shit up, them niggas is out of here. I I don't believe that there's any kind of debt that would have some men pull up on Michael Jordan's pops while he was sleeping on the side of the road and just go kill him. I I just don't, that doesn't compute to me. But the suspension, though, the suspension, I believe that shit done. Now, I mean, David Stern, I believe he was a lawyer prior to being the commissioner and one of the more intelligent human beings in human history. And I do believe that it got to David Stern's attention. I believe that him and Michael Jordan sat down by themselves and was like, listen, you don't tell anybody. I won't tell anybody. But Mike, this shit ain't right. You know what you did. We found out. We had we know because I believe prior to that, um somebody that was that Michael Jordan was dealing with in regards to betting and gambling or whatever have you died and Michael Jordan lied and said what the money was for. I believe they found like a fifty thousand dollar check on him and he was like, Yo, that was for charity, but that was actually a gambling debt. So then there was like a impromptu investigation that wasn't really an investigation. But I believe one person was like, Yo, Dave, not to, not for nothing, my nigga. I found this. I understand Michael Jordan is. He's the golden boy, and I believe that this could be this could be catastrophe if it gets out because you're doing everything of trying to get you're trying to shake that persona of doing Coke and all the other kind of crazy shit and prostitutes and all the things that was going on in the 80s like in the 80s everybody was coked up and doing drugs len bias dying and ratings was going down because nobody wanted to watch black junkies play basketball so even with the great white hope larry bird like that was just that was just starting to like get the shit out but they needed somebody else they needed somebody that was coming through clean cut both parents dunking on niggas right so i believe the reporter was like listen man Michael Jordan is the golden goose. Here's some information. Do what you want with it. I believe David Stern was like, yo, if this ever gets out, I will have your job. I will have anybody else's job that you love, and you will be done, and I will not stop. I will put every single resource I have into ruin in your life. Thank you for this. You did your job. Let us right now stop the investigation. I got it from here. I believe that very person stopped what he was doing, forgot all that shit, and then David Stern called Michael Jordan. He was like, Mike, come in my office right fucking now. He was like, Yo, there was a guy that was on investigation. He found us on accident. Found some receipts, whatever have you. We know what you did. I know, and you know. So this is what's gonna happen, bro. You're going to say that you're tired of the game. You're gonna say that you haven't met any challenges, Mike. You're an Olympian. You're a three-time champion i'm going to put you on an 18 month suspension and i'm still going to pay you i'm still going to allow the bulls organization to pay you but i cannot have this right now and the only reason why i can't have this mic is because if this fucking guy found this shit on accident what happens when you do this shit again what happens if he's not as close lipped Mike, you're gonna fucking destroy us. All the things I'm doing. I'm getting the things overseas. I just we just got NBA players overseas in the first place for you to win that gold medal. Look, man, nobody's doing coke no more. No more busts of niggas doing crack. Lem bias just died a few years ago. We can't have this, Mike. We can't. So you I don't know what the fuck you're about to do, but you're gonna go in that fucking podium. You're going to go with your strategist. You're going to go with your media planner. You're going to go with your trainer, your wife, wherever the fuck you got to talk to. And you're going to look right into that camera and you're going to tell niggas that you retired because you're tired. You have a lot of grief. You feel like you conquered every challenge that you want. And you're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because for 18 months, I got to clean this up. I need a year and a half to cover your fucking mistake. And if you wasn't the best player in the league, I swear to you, I'll fucking put you in prison myself. I will call... FBI I will make sure you was fucking done But it just so happens That we need your dumb ass So you for 18 months Make a movie Play baseball raise your children I don't know what the fuck you gotta do I'll tell you when you can come back Cause I still know you're Michael Jordan But I need time to clean this all up my nigga Now get the fuck out of my face That's what I think happened Know what I mean And in regards to the GOAT I believe um It's just not that simple. I believe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the most accomplished. I believe Michael Jordan is the most talented. I believe Kobe Bryant is the most skilled. And I believe LeBron is gifted in the most facets. You know what I mean? I believe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he accomplished the most. As much as anybody can do in Basketball. I believe, as far as a human being being born and just having a natural ability to play basketball, there's nobody better than Michael Jordan. I believe that Kobe Bryant is the most skilled person to ever play basketball. Just by sheer skill of his shot selection, all the shit he was doing, he did the most out of his ability, out of anybody. I believe LeBron is the most gifted in the most areas. As far as physique, as far as vision, defensively, all that shit. So, yeah. So, I believe... If that was the route, if, if the Mount Rushmore was Michael Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I wouldn't be mad at that, you know what I'm saying? Who could really dispute it? Like, yeah, you have Magic, yeah, you have Bird, yeah, you have Moses Malone, yeah, you have fucking, um, what's my son's name, Oscar, Oscar Robinson, now, I mean, you have um, Bill Russell, Bob Cozy, Jerry West, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe lebron and michael jordan i believe that should be the fucking Mount rushmore you don't have to agree with me that's just where i'm at with it i mean and let me see let me see let me see i want to get anything that is topical out of the way i want anything with like time restrictions so i'm not three weeks in a row i'm sorry so i'm not like three weeks behind when i'm answering these shits all right all right all right okay everything else i got um i can do it next week so I want to thank everybody that wrote in. I swear to you, I'm going to get, I have an audio email here I'm going to play next week. We're going to be in the game. These emails that I got, we're going to save that for next week because I have about five or six of here. I want to make sure I devote my time and energy to them. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll see you next week for episode 39.1.